Here are some of the biggest questions that you should be asking yourself. Have you found what your passion is in this life? If the answer is no, what would it look like to live a fully passionate life? If you have, what are your next goals surrounding your ventures? Do you know how you want to take your passion to the next level? That's what this passion podcast is all about. My name is Drew Ross, and I'm a certified life coach who helps individuals find their passion and turn it into valuable profitability. Interested in getting out of a rut and into a new routine? I'm your guy, and let me show you how. Welcome back to the Better You Love Drew podcast. This is episode number 32, The Opinions of Others. Welcome back to episode number 32, everyone. Today, I'm going to be discussing what it means to evaluate the opinions of others. This topic, in my own opinion, has a pretty ambiguous connotation, but we're going to be focusing on a couple different categories that's going to bring everything together. And looking at this from a large lens or like a large scope, in reality, it's not really possible to understand what someone else is thinking unless you physically ask them and they tell you or they just give you their opinion without asking whatsoever. So with this information, we don't have to let the opinions of others lead into a negative thought pattern if we do figure out what that opinion is. And there's a way that we can use it to become a better version of ourselves, and this is how we're going to do it. So I like to lay the groundwork and sort of put that disclaimer out there that Fully understanding the opinions of others, you might not actually know, but when you do know, if you do have the opportunity to find out what that is, what you do with that information is really, really important. So let's think about an example that's relatable to everyone, like posting on Instagram. This is generally, for most people, something that can be related to easily. So raise your hand if you've ever sent or been on the receiving end of a message that sounds like, hey, should I post this on Instagram? Or do you think I need to edit this photo more? Do you like the filter that I chose for this photo? Hey, I feel like I look weird in this photo. Should I post it? I'm not saying that this is going to happen all the time, but most of the time we're sending these messages or these questions, either sending them or being on the receiving end of them because we're afraid of what others are going to be thinking and saying about the post we're about to put out. Guilty as charged that I've been on both ends of this. I've sent messages like that. I've received messages like this before. This There is an approach to Instagram posting that involves a narrative that sort of sounds like this. So you have this idea in your head that if you ping some people in a group chat or your best friend about like an Instagram post that you're potentially going to put out into the world, their word will be the words of others as well. So if my bestie approves, then my crush will definitely think positive thoughts about this post. Or if my friend edits this photo for me, then people will only have good things to say about this drop, etc. This is an example of manipulation or trying to figure out what others will think of the post that's about to go out. This can really go for anything, though. It mostly appears when you're expressing a moment of vulnerability to a public audience. So you're sharing something that has the opportunity to be critiqued. So you'll try and figure out what people will think prior to the vulnerable moment, and then we'll have swirling thoughts after the vulnerability has been shared. All in all, you don't have to stop caring altogether. But what would it look like if this narrative didn't exist 
and you cared less. So if you spent less time caring what others were thinking about you, what would you actually be thinking about? How much more content would you be putting out into the world? If the world was free of judgment, in other words, what would your life look like? And this question is really a parallel to if you could do anything in this world day in and day out, what would that be? So the first portion of this is looking at time spent perfecting or curating your actions so that you can manipulate the thoughts and opinions of others. Through this, we believe that we'll have a better idea of what others are actually thinking without actually knowing. So you're human, so this is really never going to go away. But the time spent in this area of life can really be diminished for the better. The next portion of this is just letting people have an opinion of you and letting that opinion totally just be, just letting it exist. Being in like a vulnerable space means getting to know a version of who you are on a much, much, much deeper level. The more you get to know who you are, the more you're okay with people totally being wrong about you. For the most part, I would say that intentions from humans are pure. It's not 100%, but for the most part, it's a pure intention. So when you're coming from a clean and pure intentional space and someone has a negative judgment or opinion about you, they clearly just don't know who you are. And when you go to a place where you just allow people to be wrong about you, this is when you really tap into your value to the world. You just let the value be exposed and be totally fine with the opinions and judgments flowing in. You're okay for your offering to be judged because at the root of it all, you know what your intention is. And there are also elements to this level of judgment because it doesn't always have to be negative. You could receive a certain form of judgment or constructive criticism rather is what we'll call it, where you're able to enhance your craft from feedback. I honestly like the word feedback better than constructive criticism. Feedback just sounds like it can be received in a lighter fashion and applied in a more positive way. So it's up to you on whether or not you want to apply the feedback, but you're allowing yourself to be okay with the feedback to make it better, to en- like essentially enhance the value of it. So you allow judgment to be present, you allow the opinions to be present, so you can put your value into the world, and then you give space for feedback to come in to enhance your value offering altogether. So I allow myself to accept the opinions of others, and I allow myself to open myself up to feedback. So through an open mind, an open heart, and an ability for some feedback, I will be better. This sounds really, really refreshing. Like that narrative just sounds like it can be really beneficial for your mental health and for your projects and for your value output. Another element of this is not just putting value into the world. It's literally just showing up in life. Like You have the potential to be exposed to the opinions of others by doing nothing at all. By literally just arriving at a location and not even speaking words, like a light example or a parallel to this would be like if your ex and their new partner walked into the bar, you might feel some type of way towards that new partner without knowing anything about them whatsoever and vice versa. It's also important to recognize that you have a judgment joint in your body. And if you're going to let up on letting the opinions of others take up your time and energy, Do you want to be someone that spends time judging negatively all the time? Because a lot of the time you can spend a good amount of time judging others in a negative fashion and then spending too much time dwelling on, am I being judged in return? Those two elements right there can be a huge energy drainer in your day to day. 
The reason it's important to not know what others think all the time is because you can make those thoughts mean something so much more. Like the weight that you place on ideas and thoughts outside of your own can have you questioning your actual ability. You have the ability to let up the reins a little bit and not need to spend as much time trying to figure out what others think and then give yourself more space to be okay with whatever that opinion is. Because at the end of the day, you know that what you're doing is aligned with your worth. You just know that. And it's packed full of value and has you showing up in a more authentic fashion. So it'd be cool to just imagine that the opinions of others are positive and supportive. You can come from that place. And if for whatever reason they're not, just recognizing that their opinion is based on their own beliefs and a false understanding of who you are. So welcome the opinions of others without judgment on your end. And certainly don't let it be a reason that you push pause on showing up with an element of who you are being given to the world. Too many times you might keep an idea inside because you believe that unknown judgment or opinions of others might be too much to handle. But what if these two elements are the reason that you actually become the best, most successful version of yourself? I choose to not spend time trying to read people's minds and also choose to believe that thoughts that are swirling around are positive and full of value that are going to help me grow. I'm trying to rock that mindset as much as I possibly can because that's going to be the best type of mindset for me and my results and my mental health. Talk about taking a deep breath with this newfound approach towards the opinions of others. I'm going to choose to not spend all the time in the world trying to manipulate the opinions of others and I'm not going to try and figure out what they're thinking. And I'm going to welcome it if it does come in my direction. I'm allowing that to exist and be with me. Choose to let it mean nothing about my worth and my value offering to the world. And if there's tidbits of feedback that I can receive from the opinions, if I do decide to apply that to my life, then I can do so without judgment. Hope you all enjoyed this episode. Please start applying this practice to your life on a daily basis. And I look forward to seeing you all next week. In what ways are you tapping into the best version of yourself on a daily basis? Maybe you've been following me since the beginning, or maybe this is your first ever Better You Love Drew podcast episode. Regardless, if you like what you hear on the podcast and want to take this information and apply it to your life today, that's what I'm here for. Working with a life coach helps make your already amazing life even more amazing possible to set up really big goals and achieve them. And it's possible to change the way you are currently operating to show up daily for a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. It's also a lot easier than you might think. Instead of thinking success like that happens to other people, let me show you how you can do it for yourself. Book a consultation with me via Instagram at Drew Ross Coaching. You can also do it via my website, DrewRossCoaching.com or by sending me an email, truerosscoaching at gmail.com. The time is now and you are ready, I promise you. See you in the consultation.